Hi folks, uh, no content warnings. I've pre-read all the letters, and so unless the discussion goes places, and we know the discussion might go places, uh, we, we should be fine. Uh, the next thing is we have cats. Hi, Sergey, you're being nice right now, except for the rolling over my keyboard. And dogs, uh, well, dog and chickens. So noises and animals happen. And that often leads to the next warning, which is we swear. Oh, yes. Quite frequently at the animals. Yes, Sergey, I'm talking about you. Who's my favorite little asshole? Yes, it's you. There, see, I've broken the, the, uh, the seal on swearing. Yes. So, yeah, you know what to expect. And, hey, that's why we're marked explicit. Welcome, folks, to Productivity Alchemy, episode 221. We have letters this week. Woo! And, uh, hello, Orange Cat, are you coming to make trouble or just make yourself comfortable? So, yeah, this has been, um, like, the last several days have been relative re bleh, relatively relaxing because the big project I had at work is done and in the public. And if you go look at the Elastic blog, you will see there's a big announcement about new types for... Amazon services, and let me be straight up, that was that was me. I that, think that I mean, is fabulous. That wasn't all me. I'm not going to claim complete ownership of that, but um, that certainly was like a big thing. That was the project. That you was were, the you project, were breaking yeah. your, your, Just your, long hours yeah. and busting my butt, and it was worth it to be able to say at the end of, you know, all of that, say, here's a thing for our customers... And it's awesome, and I don't talk, I don't get to talk much about the sorts of things I do, because a lot of what I do is under the hood, and nobody knows, and if I've done it right, like I did a thing today, and I did it right, nobody knew I did it. Right. Because there was no interruption in service, there was no big change, it was all behind the scenes, and it was, you know... And it is honestly a little esoteric. Yes, yes. Uh, and, but I think... It's important sometimes to have a project or something where you can point at it and go, I was a part of that. Absolutely. I was a part of that, yeah. Um, and so it's it's been kind of nice to not have, like, to spend my days on the same thing and the same challenge and the, just this big thing uh, coming to a close. And one of the things my boss and I talked about, my manager and I talked about, was how we're going to celebrate and what to do about it. We we did a virtual high five, but it's really difficult being distributed in figuring out how to, you know, say to everybody on the team, good job, and here's a reward sort of thing. Uh, but I think when we can all get together in person next year, because we're having our big global all hands next year uh, in person. God willing. God willing. Uh, and so we're going to, I think there's a lot sort of, uh, backlog celebration going to happen there. Um, and it'll be especially cool to meet finally some of my newer coworkers in person. Oh yeah. Because that's, that's not a thing that I, you know, we get to do often anyway. Also this coming week, um, thinking of work things and meeting people in person, I will be meeting some of the local coworkers in person. I will be at the, uh, elastic, booth at All Things Open. We're a sponsor and we have a booth where you can come and look at our stuff. And so one of my favorite things to do every year, and I think everybody who's who's listened for more than, you know, the last couple months knows this, is 
all things open in Raleigh. And I'm really excited to be going there and being able to spend, you know, I will see friends. I will see, uh, professional, um, professional people I've known in the industry. I will see coworkers. It will be wonderful. And I know a lot of people are out there going, how can you, you know, are the, I understand people are still a little leery, leery, leery is a good term of crowds and events like this. Uh, but I am, I mean, you're fully vaccinated. You're there's, there's their masks. mask is, yeah. yeah. Their mask policy is you will wear a mask period exclamation point. Here are the specifications on the mask. And if you can't meet those specifications, one will be provided for you. Um, and I truly appreciate that. And so, you know, if you're happen to be in the Raleigh area for all things open, I know it's going to be significantly smaller this year because of size restrictions. Um, stop by the elastic booth and say, hi, if I'm not in a session or, um, chatting with friends, uh, outside of my normal, you know, I have to be at the booth shift. I'll be in the booth because I just like hanging out with people in general. You, you are a very social soul. Yes. Yes. And, you know, I've been to four concerts now. Yep. And that's meeting one of my personal goals of one concert a month. Um, well, you, you definitely made up for some lost time there. I, I did. There are, <laughs> I have two concerts left to go for 2021 and two months. So I think, I think I'm, I, I am hitting my. I'm not hitting my goal completely, but then again, I, I mean, it's it's not. It, there was a global pandemic. Yeah, I was. I was gonna say. Yeah, like I, I. I got half a year because concerts started up about July, and so it all it all tracks. Yeah, which is, you know, uh, pretty awesome. And you know, one of those was Alicia Witt, who I did not ask to be on the show when I met her, but <laughs> you know, I might email um, because uh, she's pretty awesome. And I started reading her new book about small change, making small changes to have a big impact sort of thing. And it's pretty good too. I'll, I'll link it in the show notes, um, as well as other things. Meanwhile, you've had a more interesting week, I want to say. I wouldn't say it's been interesting. I've just been tired. Uh, it's just a lot of, of stuff that, <laughs> uh, just, People wanting things, and it's, I, I'm sure I've complained about this before, but the, there is a huge world out there, and some days it seems like no part of it can function unless I am, unless someone has me email them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know that, like, no, you have to make a phone call and, and do this. Okay, no, you have to check in on this thing. Okay, no, you have to send this piece of paper. Okay, no, you have to be here at X time. And it's it's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, I, 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 I fully get that. And part of it is that I have constructed my, or I've structured my life in such a way as to have the absolute minimum amount of that going on like right i i am in a job where uh, like once every three months you know uh somebody 
an editor needs me or something. Right, and right. And you did this on purpose. Yes, because I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate having people need things. Right. You know, I, I hate having to be the... The, uh, I, the I, point. Yeah, the the sign off on this, stamp this, do this, mm-hmm. approve this. So like, no, I hate that. And uh, this is why all my bills are on auto pay. Right. Um, so just between that and wrangling the taxes and the, you know, trying to get stuff set up at a place in Goldston and I have to call and, you know, and just endless phone calls, not just from the handyman, but from the other, you know, from the shipping company and the other shipping company. Right. And now Lowe's and then CenturyLink and, oh God, fucking CenturyLink. Fucking CenturyLink. And just, uh, it's, it's been a lot. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just very tired. And I am hoping that next week no one will want anything. Oh no! Yeah, that's that's. Uh, and then I will be able to just have a normal week where I do stuff and nobody wants anything. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's and the other thing is that since a lot of these things are set up on a like you have to be here at X time. Um, one of the things about ADHD is is time. Your visualization of time is very weird and poor. So, like, if I have an appointment, like, tomorrow I have a dentist appointment. You do. It is at 2 o'clock. It is. The entire day is that dentist appointment. There's nothing I can get done before it, and there's nothing I can get done after it, because I have a dentist appointment at 2 o'clock. And the entire day is just, you have a dentist appointment at 2 o'clock. This is why I can't be in an office job with meetings, because if I had a meeting one day, that would be the entire day. Right. It's yeah, yeah, no, I, and, I get and it. Yeah. Like a friend of mine on Twitter once was like, "How do you, if you know you have to do a thing at say five, how do you like?" There's seems to be two kinds. There's the I have no time sense, and so I assume if I have a thing at five that at four forty five I can start showering for it. Right. And then there's the other one, which is I have a thing at five, ergo at 10 a.m., I begin watching the clock to make sure I don't miss it. Right. And I have the, the 10 a.m. thing. The 10 a.m. thing, yeah. Yeah, so it's just, it's it's obnoxious because it's like, I, I every time I have to do one of these things, it feels like the whole day is now mentally taken up and I can't, like, really function around it. And that's, you know, that's, um, I do have days like that. Where there will be a thing, and maybe it's in the middle of the day, or maybe it's the start of my day, and it can, whether or not that's the only thing I have happen, it consumes my day. Um, Like, uh, when I was doing the project management portion of this big launch we just did for the one component, because there are many components, and I, you know, I project managed one part, and I hands-on implemented another. Um... But when I was doing that, the day I would have that status meeting, like the Wednesday morning status meeting, it happened at 8.30 in the morning. But that was all my brain could track. I might have five more meetings that day, but that's all my brain would track. You're giving me a, you're giving a look over your shoulder. What are you looking at? That noise. Yeah, that's an airplane. That's not an airplane. 
Yeah, that's an airplane. That's a big old prop plane. Probably headed to Fort Bragg. Do you need to go outside and listen? You Possibly. Can go you want to pause it? Yeah, no, I, I got no problem with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So she was right and I was wrong. Um, that was not an airplane. And it's just started up again. And it stopped again. So I don't know. It may be, uh, maybe I, I, when we're done, I'll take a look at the components over here. Maybe it has something to do with all of the different computers. Yes. Yes. That is a weird and unsettling noise. A very deep bass thrum, anyway. Um, so, anyway, days taken up by the one thing that's happening that day. Yes. Yes. I have letters. You it's wanna, the blorp. It's the blorp. Or the bloop. The bloop. Hang on. She's she's looking this up. I let me. Yes, I, read I'm, read some letters while I, will, I investigate uh, whether it's called the bloop or the blorp. I'm I'm putting uh, a note also in my my show notes. Um, usually we would take a break before letters, but uh, the bloop. The bloop. The bloop was an ultra low frequency, high amplitude underwater sound detected by the Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration in 1997. Right. It's uh, caused by, uh, uh, for a while they thought it might be a weird-ass whale nobody encountered, right, but right, it's right, actually right, yeah, yeah, yeah. a uh, uh, glacier's ice calving. Oh, wow. Super low frequency. Yeah, that's not happening here. No. No. No, no. We'll, 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 we'll figure it out. So, I tell you what, um, we'll take a break, a real break. Uh, for those of you listening at home, we'll be right back. And when we come back, after... This will have your letters. And we are back. We still have no idea what the mystery noise was, but we'll, um, I don't know. We'll keep you posted if we figure it out. I have a letter here from Amy. Uh, let's see what it says here. Um, hi, Kevin. I've been binge listening to Productivity Alchemy for about a week, alternating between recent episodes and the sequence following Ursula's ADHD diagnosis. I've got my own bag of brain worms. ADHD meds are not working out so well, plus some sort of burnout, plus academia, plus... Oh yeah, there's a pandemic on. Um, and throwing more tools at the productivity hole isn't necessarily going to help, but I do love listening to people geek out about organization strategies. You've come to the right place. Absolutely. Yeah. Real quick question. Uh, episode 211 with Don Corey, you mentioned widgets to sync calendars. Now, I've been conducting my life by shared Google Calendar for nearly a decade, a tip I picked up from polyamorous circles, but that works really well for shared houses or like the four months when I was living with my parents again and we had three adults, 12-year-old, two cars, and every single one of us had medical appointments or other caring responsibilities spread out over a three-hour driving radius. Fun times. What's not so synchronized is my work. I'm a research academic. It's not like I have a ton of meetings or anything, but that makes it worse. We've got a team calendar and Airtable, and I found a way to make that show up in my GCal, which is nice, but I don't have any way to send things from my calendar to Airtable. And I think the rest of my team who use Apple Calendar are in the same boat. Listening to you and Don talk, 
talk, it struck me that maybe there is some simple tool that would sort that out, maybe something not specific to Airtable, but I'm obviously not using the right keywords. Even if there isn't an obvious solution you know of, I'd actually love to hear about team management tools and scheduling that work particularly well for mostly autonomous unit teams. If you've got guests coming up who fit that kind of description, I know when, um, yeah, if you got that oh, right, I inflected that wrong. I know when this project started, my boss and I talked over a few options, and all the top recommendations for academics are for science and engineering teams who do a lot of co-presence and hands-on lab or data work. If I manage to pull myself out of the burnout hole and actually produce some stuff, I might volunteer as a tribute in future, but right now I'm just super grateful for the nerd background noise keeping me from spacing out too much. You and I are still filling the gap left in my brain after I finish the Radio Canada audio livres of Anne of Green Gables en Francais. Uh, make that of what you will, Amy. Uh, you know, it's interesting. So, um, my work calendar is also on Google, mm -hmm. so I can very easily share the two, like my personal domain calendar with my Google calendar. Um, I do have, I, I did have, or do have, it's turned off right now, some Zapier automations that copy from one to the other. Um, I did eventually turn that off because I am playing with a new tool that does a lot of the heavy lifting for me. Um, and that tool, let me just pop into my calendar real quick, is called, wait for it, um, wait for it all to load. Where's the icon? There's the icon, um, clockwise. And I'll, uh, I'll, I'll put out a link and that will be, uh, I'll try not to use a referral link because you don't want to join my workplace clockwise. Um, the thing about clockwise, or the thing about Airtable, I guess, is that because of how Airtable works, unless your like quote unquote shared calendar or work calendar in Airtable is not the same calendar that everybody else is adding things to. Like you don't necessarily want to sync in because like a lot of the tools use the um use a very broad approach. They you know it's a oh here is a task we put it in. Here's a task we put it in. I can do some filtering you can do some filtering with uh, Zapier on their paid plans. But again, it's going to pick up things like, I, I don't know, if you have a reminder in there that, for example, your period is coming up, um, you may not want to share that with your coworkers. But there's a good chance that an automated tool is just going to blindly copy everything over, it means that, and it goes into a central calendar that everybody's using, maybe you don't want that, right? Maybe you don't want that, or maybe you don't want to say that, hey, I've got an appointment with my... Um, proctologist or, yes. yeah so it it's you know something to look at very carefully um however if everybody's already using like a personal calendar and then there's like the central everyone uses it calendar it may be easier to say hey can you share your personal calendar with me and then um copy thing you know and then do a central calendar that everyone has access to, like an Airtable, and can copy things in or copy things from. Um, at work, we actually have a shared Google calendar for our entire development group and then specifically the cloud portion of engineering that I work in um, so that uh, where we just put all the meetings. Like anyone is welcome to join just about any meeting on that calendar at any time. It's great. And if I want to be a part of a working group or something like that, I can just copy that meeting into my personal 
work calendar, personal work calendar. That sounds weird. Uh, but then I'll get the reminders that way. Um, otherwise, you know, I have reminders every 35 seconds because like you said, like there's one thing going on and your brain will be taken up by it. Yep. This is the other side of it where there are so many things going on that my brain would never get a break from having to process. Is this something I care about? No. Okay. Is this something I care about? Uh, you get alert fatigue which is sort of the opposite of what happens to you. Right. 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 Um, so there are tools that will help. And I mean, maybe even what you need to do in your Google calendar is you can have more than one Google calendar, like in a single account, maybe you create one that's like work stuff. And that's the one that syncs back and forth with Airtable because that way, if that one is limited to like, yeah, I have, like I have my work calendar in its own Google account because work and that has several, you know, work related sub calendars as it were like the dev cal and the, um, you know, the cloud cal and, and all that sort of things on my personal calendar. I also have, you know, several sort of sub calendars. Um, as I've experimented over time, I have my primary personal calendar, but I've like, I've actually got a calendar set up that I block out for working hours, um, that I use as part of my podcast scheduling. Right. That one goes to the app that handles that I, I use to schedule the interviews. So it blocks out times when I'm working and when I'm sleeping because I love y'all and I know time zones are a thing, but I'm not getting up at 3.30 a.m. for an interview unless you're sorry, guys, if unless you're uh, Taika Watiti. So, yeah, it's a thing. Um Sorry to my folks in New Zealand and, and Australia and, and the rest of the Asia Pacific region, but you know, I, I got to sleep too. I got to sleep too. Uh, in any case, that's, those are a couple strategies, right? And, um, that's, those are the ones I, I use, uh, in conjunction with Zapier. So yeah, thank you, Amy, for writing in. I would like to point out that while mm -hmm. I was trying to dig up the bloop, I remembered the other thing that mm -hmm. uh, is the other one weird ocean noise that is actually coming from a living creature. Yeah. Which is the 52 whale. Ah. Do you know the 52 whale? I do not. Oh my God. This is like such an amazing, also somewhat tragic story, but I'm totally going to tell it to you. Uh, the 52 whale is a single whale who you can track by the frequency of his song and they don't know what the hell he is. Really? Because he doesn't sing like a normal whale. And they, uh, the one oceanographer or marine biologist is like, he is probably at least, uh, I said, there's definitely some blue whale in there. Right. They don't know if he's a, a, uh, a hybrid between a blue and a fin. Oh, yeah. Which I don't think that's possible, but it might be because things happen. But, uh, the way, uh, basically if, um, and I'm not going to get into all the frequencies, but he, he sings at 52 Hertz mm -hmm. and if you are, a, which is like, uh, humans can just barely hear that it's below, right. uh, it, it's below like a bass note, a double mm -hmm, bass. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But if you're a whale, he sounds like Mickey Mouse. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Cause it would be really high. Yeah, in for, range. for yeah. the other whales, he's super high pitched. And no other whale sings at that pitch, but this this guy does, and you can track him moving around the world, and he's still alive. There was a there was a stretch where he fell off the radar, and everybody thought he died, but he's alive. He's definitely an adult. 
He's healthy because he's singing, but they call him the loneliest whale in the world because there's no other whale that sings at that frequency. Wow. And the most interesting theory that I've mm -hmm. heard is, uh, which has been put forward by some deaf individuals, is that he's a deaf whale. Oh. Because his his songs are very, uh, they're not, they don't, uh, there are, um, there are almost cultural patterns to whale songs. Right, right. Yeah, that I'm aware of. Not yeah. to his. Really? Yeah, his are sort of erratic and and they're they're the noises, but they're super high pitched and they're not in a pattern that really fits any of the other oh, whales. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And so uh, a lot of deaf people would certainly know this better than I would. Are like that could absolutely be a deaf whale who is basically more or less self taught himself how to sing based on uh, probably what because uh, a whale. If, what he would feel. Right, what he would feel from the vibrations, if right. you, you know, if if two whales are standing, or okay, not standing next to each other, floating next to each other, you, you can uh, presumably they can feel each other in their bones from the vibrations. But if you, but yeah, anyway, it's uh, it, it was fascinating individual still out there. They think they might have picked up another call similar, so it is possible. Interesting. That there is uh, that he is not the loneliest whale, but uh, for all we know, he's the whale who got some. But, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, anyway, yes. Uh, so anyway, uh, the, yeah. uh, the fifty-two hertz whale, um, fascinating. Let me, uh, let me make a note. Fifty-two hertz whale. Yes. Yeah. The the one thing I'll note uh, to the people. Who who are listening is that uh, most shows I have all of the notes from the interview, like the interview was done like a couple weeks ago. And so I don't have to do this. Um, during the letter show, I am updating live on a piece of paper Yes. for later. And so it's like, yeah, let me make a note of that real quick. Um, and uh, sorry, I just find these things fascinating and assume that everyone else does too. So, so, Hey, next letter from Chris. And I um, hope you are not a lonely whale. Right. Also, apparently, K-pop group did a song about the whale. Alrighty. Um, at least I think this is from uh, the the from name says uh, Chris Athair. I hope I'm saying that right. Um, uh, anyone curious about the Escape Artist episode, but disappointed the link is dead. I believe it's here on the. Um, Twitch TV channel EA podcast episode titled Special Guest Ursula Vernon T. Kingfisher on November 18th. I will update um, in the show notes. Uh, I will update a fresh link. Um, from a more recent episode even, um, from Anju, uh, the chicken memes are great and I for one appreciate Shep's anti-capitalist perspective. I believe that's from last month's um, letter show. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Um, which was, yes, uh, episode Which I have not listened to, but I, but I assume was just yes. uh, basically an hour of Shep yelling, No! You're down with capitalism. No, not an entire hour, but, but certainly, you know, <laughs> take a break, take a breather, take care of each other, um, which is important. And also down with capitalism. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, from Amy uh, on mission statements. Uh, Dear Kevin and Ursula, I've been killing myself laugh at, laughing at episode eight. In, oh, yes. Yes. In uh, response to do shit to keep me from dying in a ditch outside Walmart, I need you, well, mostly Ursula, to know that I am, uh, to know I know of at least one PhD student who described her methodology every year in her annual review as read things and write about them. 
I don't, but every damn time I have to describe my methodologies, I hear her voice in my head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, somebody like the the best explanation I've I've ever been able to give for my job that 99% of people can understand without me having to explain any further is um I make the internet go for my company. Like, yeah. That's... Yes, you have to qualify it for your company or else people look at you blankly and say the whole internet. And no, that's about eight furries in uh, in, yes. in San yeah. Jose. That's eight, eight furries in San Jose pretty much are the people who keep the internet going. And yes. as they all age out or change jobs, we have to find more furries in San Jose yes. to run the internet for us. The running joke, I think, at one point was that uh, if you, uh, if there was an earthquake that took out the hotel at further confusion, you would destroy yeah, the, the digital portions. infrastructure of yeah. North America. Yeah, and if not from the people who already live there that would be in that hotel, but from the rest of the people who... All the visiting people, right. yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway. All right, from Janine. Hi, Kevin. I've been catching up on Productivity Alchemy in the last few months. I went off podcast pretty much entirely last year in the face of everything and have been slowly working my way back. The Hidden Almanac helped. I re-listened to it early this year and it kind of rebooted my interest in audio. Oh, yay! yay! Yeah. Um, so I'm around a year behind on Productivity Alchemy, but I've gotten some good stuff from recent, recent episodes I've listened to. Just finished episode 158. Like adopting a more creative approach to gratitude journaling that makes it more appealing to me finally picking up Habitica, recommitting to meditation, and really putting some effort into experimenting with Trello. Uh, Jason Peter's example, uh, Pitcher's example may have inspired a new approach to managing my team's work. We'll see what my boss thinks about it when I... We'll see what my boss thinks about what I come up with. I've also discovered that productivity alchemy is really helpful for those, for those why am I awake right now moments that I ha have a... Um... I'm sorry, uh, someone, Shaw, flopped on, on my, I, I have a, a, a multi-monitor controller over here so I can flip between machines, and someone flopped down and changed the display. Okay, where was I? Oh, yes. Insomnia, why am I right. awake nights? I, I've also discovered that productivity alchemy is really helpful for those why am I awake right now moments that I have a little too often you and ursula and your guests are so pleasant to listen to that sometimes i'm lulled back asleep which is great when it happens but even if it doesn't my brain is occupied learning things and being entertained while i physically rest so i'm still benefiting and if it makes you feel any better as someone who has frequently been there uh, as mm -hmm. well uh they have proved mythbusters proved that just laying there quietly resting mm -hmm. is still beneficial yes uh even if you aren't asleep it's still better than being up and doing stuff so yeah. yes yeah, yeah yeah so if you're um, if you're checking the clock and doing the okay if i fall asleep right now i will get 30 minutes and you know of sleep kind of thing not that any of you yeah no we all do that uh just laying there for 30 minutes is still better than not, so. Yes. Um, I felt much better when I learned that. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes if my, if my brain is going, or as had been the case until I got my new prescription, uh, if my legs were just going to be moving from restless leg for quite a bit, just sitting in my chair, even if it's sitting in my chair with my leg jiggling, listening to music, was still at least more restful than getting up and down and back and forth. I mean, there's only so much you can do with the restless leg, but I have a new pill for that. 
Yes, and you uh, you have been oh, yeah. um, um, so much happier. And sleeping like a brick. Yes. Um, and Well, I, yeah. I mean, I don't know if you've been happier because it's not like you're ever grumpy, but you have been, uh, uh, I, I assume you must have been. Uh, yeah, my, 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 my grumpy, the definition of me grumpy um, and then me visibly grumpy are two different things. Like significantly yeah. different things, and if you see me visibly grumpy, and uh, that's that's when the angry bald man face comes out. And yes, no one wants that. Um, but you almost never do it for on your own behalf. No, no, I, I try not to. Um, all right, back to the letter. So I wanted to say thanks and to let you know that with gratitude for your work in mind, I made donations to Bread for the City by and Tech by Choice today. Thank you. Uh, you know what, Janine? Thank you. That I is mean, fabulous. Yeah, and uh, you know what I'm going to do? Uh, I have I have assignment for you while I get to the next two letters. Okay. Um, Find the links. Fi uh, well, I've already got the link for Bread for the City, but um, uh, check them out. Well, uh, tech for everyone. Tech by choice. Tech by choice. Tech by choice and uh, Bread for the City, and we'll we'll tell you more. Hopefully, we'll have something to tell you more about them at the end of the episode. Um, from Ricks. Uh, Kevin and Ursula, I fully appreciate that you don't want to stream your D&D games. However, I also thoroughly enjoy the highlights that you and other players choose to share on Twitter. Thank you. You know what? Um, that's part of the fun, is taking all the boring bits out and condensing it into just the moments that everybody wants to see. I mean, one of the things I've heard about Critical Role, which extremely popular, extremely <laughs> popular, but like each episode is four hours long, because it's all of the minuta of running a D&D game. Yes. So the dice rolls, the lookups, not just the role play, but the boring bits. Or the, at least, the, the, yeah. the ten minutes where we have all stopped talking because I'm reading about a whale and you're trying to get your keyboard working because the cat laid on it. Yep. and yeah, and yeah. someone's taking their dog out, and yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And so I'm, I'm glad everyone enjoys the highlights. Um, frankly, I think the highlights are much more entertaining than the actual games someday. And then finally, from Jackalopet, um, I genuinely laughed when I saw the graphic design on this week's badge. Um, that was for the uh, um, exercise broody hens Heather Low. Um, oh, so this would have been like two weeks ago. Um, episode, uh, thanks for a kind, helpful discussion about a tough topic. Um, let me show you this badge, because this, okay. this is the badge for episode, um, 219, so badges, episode badges, here we go. Um, oh, why don't I just go to media? Media makes more sense, doesn't it? Library, there we go. So yeah, episode 219, I mean, it's like the universal oh. person <laughs> symbol with a scythe. Yes, um, it's, it's, it's the, the, the yeah. meeple. Grim Reaper. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and it was it was a hard discussion, and it was a deep discussion, and I'm glad everyone uh, has enjoyed it, and I'm glad everyone has, um, you know, everyone who has commented has you know been been thoughtful about it, and you know appreciates um, what it is, and I more than anything I appreciate Heather for taking the time to talk to all of us. Um, for that one. So those are all our letters. Told you we didn't have uh, too many this month. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. Unless they got lost, at which point I'm going to get angry letters, and that's fine. Y'all be angry at me. Um, 
No, the thing is, angry you would do with fine. It was the, oh, you didn't read my letter, letter, letter sad that will yeah, destroy you. Yeah, I know, that's one that destroys so, me, yeah. Um, so If so, you have letters, please contact Kevin. He loves to get feedback, yep. even if it's just love the show. Mm -hmm. Yep. And I, I did some rejiggering, and so um, Kevin at ProductivityAlchemy.com should actually go somewhere now. And so if you want to send just to Kevin at ProductivityAlchemy.com, you can. You can also send to Kevin at Sunny.com. Or just use the comment form on productivityalchemy.com itself. So thank you, Amy, Chris, Anju, um, Jenny, Ricks, and Jackalopette. I will be, or we will be back um, to wrap up the show right after this. And we are back. So I want to give a big thank you to Amy, Chris. I'm not going to try to say your full whole your, your whole name again because it I fuck it up every time. Uh, Anju, uh, uh, Jenny, Ricks, and Jackalopette. Um, thank you so much. Um, several of you have been like guests. Um, yes. And several of you have volunteered to be guests in the future. Yes, if you would like to volunteer as tribute, how can they do that? Um, again, same way you would send me a letter. Send uh, it to me at um, kevin at productivityalchemy.com. And if yep. you are want to write a letter, same thing. Send a letter. Comment on, on a podcast episode. Kevin yeah, loves the, it all shows up. Yeah. The interaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves knowing people are out there yes. listening having opinions yes and uh what is the badge for this week um you know that was the funny thing is usually we discuss that during the break and i forgot to i forgot to ask oh. you yeah all right it's yeah. 52 hertz 52 hertz yes the numbers then hertz um and i'm going to spell that out h-e-r-t-z yes versus trying to do the abbreviation because i always get it wrong yes um so all one word 52 hertz Five to hertz. Yes. And in honor of the whale. In honor of the whale, yes. Uh, let me put that into my spreadsheet of badge codes so that I don't forget later. Oh, right. My keyboard's turned off because there's a cat sitting on it. So I'll write it down. And uh, yeah, anyway, um, you can earn a badge by going to productivityalchemy.com. And there's a spot to put in your badge code. And it will walk you through the process. There's also a how-to. There is uh, more information about the types of badges we, we offer, which are open badges. Um, why you want them, how yep. to get them, why you like them, why they're neat. Yep. Um, While you are at ProductivityAlchemy.com, you can see another thing. Kevin, what is the other thing? Uh, the other thing is a link that says support. Yes. Uh, there are ways you can give us money. Don't. Don't. We're good. Yeah, no. Uh, we're fine. All is well here. We'll let you know if it changes. Yep. At the moment, give give money to somebody who needs it. Give it to a, a charity that yep. is, you know, feeding the hungry or something. And and as a matter of fact, thank you um, 
to uh, letter writer who gave us yes, the two links. The two to... links. Um, we have two. Uh, the first is Bread for the City, which is uh, a Washington D.C. based charity that is feeding people, that is getting people clothing, medical care, legal and social services, and I've heard also making sure people who otherwise couldn't be don't have the opportunity to are getting vaccinated. Yes, they're running free vaccine clinics, things right. like that. So uh, absolutely worthy. Yep. And also Tech by Choice, which is a, uh, a sporting diversity in tech initiative, yep. offers lots of events, online courses, <laughs> uh, video lectures for, yep. yes, to get more mm -hmm. people involved in tech. And uh, it's absolutely worth checking out. Yeah, and I'm, I'm certainly actually, uh, they have a volunteer to speak form. And I am trying to, I, I'm going to, I think I'm going to put together something and volunteer for it. Yeah. Like because a, I love teaching people. Yes. It's one of the reasons I do this show. Yes. <laughs> that you just like talking to people. Yeah, I do. But uh, anytime I can share knowledge is a bonus. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's it for this week. Yes. Um, and, you know, all that being said, uh, you know, I, I hope everyone has a good week. Yes. I hope everyone has a productive week, no matter what that looks like, whether your productivity is cleaning out your studio and making a better place for yourself, whether it's resting, resting, resting is being productive. Healing is being productive. I don't know why I'm looking at you and point thumping my finger on the desk. I also wrote 3,300 words so far this week. Yeah, that that's, but did you rest? Did you clean out your, did you do things that were... I cleaned out my studio, yes. but, but I... I'm tired. You should rest. You should go play video games. Anyway, go yeah, stay. Go, go and, and do the tagline. Damn it. <laughs> yes, do your best to um, stay productive. And go find your whale. I, uh, right, find right, find your whale. Okay, yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm gonna stop now.